0: All right, well, um, that sucked, right? But at least, I guess, <laughs> at least the scoring streak continues. Uh, I'm going to be honest with you guys. That game sucked just in every possible way. Uh, before you even look at like stats specifically, it's just Jack Miller didn't play a bad first half. Um, he really needs to improve on certain things. I, his pocket presence sucked. No, no other way to say that. Uh, by the way, thanks for tuning in to Lockdown Gators, uh, your team every day. Obviously, I'm Brandon Olson. We're here every... Uh, we're here for every Monday through Friday. We're here post-games. This is the last time this year. But as you know, uh, like, subscribe, comment, review. Um... Check out the Rockland Gators Discord. The link is in the description below. What else is there? Um, yeah, we're here. It's your team every day. I'm peeved. But yeah, Jack Miller looked jittery, which is understandable. It's his first time since playing in blowouts at Ohio State. So not something that he's used to playing and not used to playing completely. I do like that there were certain things where he seemed like he trusted his arm. I really... Dislike, by the way, I see the chat. We'll get to that in the second half. You guys know how this goes. Um, I, I don't like how he seemed like he was trying to run. That was that was the opposite issue that we had with Anthony Richardson, where Anthony Richardson is an elite athlete and wouldn't run that much. And then we have Jack Miller, who is not an elite athlete, still a solid athlete, but not an elite athlete, and he was looking to run too often. I get it. Pressure. the the line breaks down every now and then you've got to try to figure something out, but there were certain times where he would be looking to run instead of keeping his eyes downfield. And you could see that, especially based on how he's holding the ball or like, he's like clearly trying to run the football. There were some issues with him as far as the amount of time that he had to prepare for this game, not having your all American guard, not having your top 1 or 2 receiver depending on how you consider Justin shorter compared to the rest of the receiving room. It it's hard to win this game. And when you're stepping in for the first time against one of the best pass defenses in the country, it's incredibly difficult to be able to move the ball efficiently and consistently and here's the thing also. I think for most of the season I've been relatively open and forgiving on play calling. I could not stand Billy Napier's play calling in this game. He wasn't nearly aggressive enough. Look, here's the thing. When when we did crossover Thursday, myself and Spencer McLaughlin, I said, I think Florida gets 10 points, a field goal at some point, and a scripted opening drive where I believe I even said on the show, first play jet sweep to Ricky Pearsall, And that's what they did. And I get it. You do that because the potential of creating a big play out wide is incredible. And and you can create these big plays and you can do these awesome things. But Florida just dropped the ball in every possible way at this point. Billy Napier's play calling sucked. Oregon State on early downs. I I need to watch back and see what the actual numbers were. But it feels like on early downs, Oregon State was blitzing they They were sending people. They were coming in hot, and they were going after the running backs. Throw the ball <laughs> like like they they kept calling these first down runs in the first half, where it was very clear. Oregon State was keying in on that run. They were keying in on the early down runs, and they weren't there. Call an RPO with the slant make the aggressive linebacker look stupid. Get the ball to the flat. Try to pick up some extra yards. But the fact that this game went the way that it did, and the offense was as bad as it was, as consistently as it was, is incredibly, incredibly frustrating. Like, like that should not have been how the game went. No other way around it. That sucked. Uh, Oregon State, they did their thing. Um, yeah, the Oregon State did their thing, and Billy Napier did nothing. That, that's how that went. The defense. Until he got hurt, Derek Wingo was playing pretty damn good football. Like, it, it seems as though Derek Wingo has arrived, where we were looking at Ventrell Miller gone. This is Derek Wingo's dress rehearsal the same way this was Jack Miller the third dress rehearsal, or at least an evaluation period, uh, because last time Ventrell Miller missed a full game was the South Florida game. And of course, Scooby Williams started that game and Florida got demolished on the ground the entire time. This time, Ventura Miller wasn't there. Derek Wingo got the start like he did against Florida State when, uh, when Venture Miller was suspended for the first half for a targeting call in the Vanderbilt game, very late in the Vanderbilt game, by the way. But Derek Wingo played a good game. Jason Marshall played lights out in the first half. It, it was awesome to see from him. One thing also that really, frankly, pissed me off in that fourth quarter was running the ball so much. I, I get it. You know, they threw the ball more than they ran it, but running the ball is just stupid there. Like, you, this is the evaluation game for Jack Miller the third. This is, yes, it's his first start. It's against an incredible defense. He's without his top weapon. He's without his best offensive lineman, the best guard in the country, all that stuff. It's hard to be successful there. But, dude... Like you've got to at least give him a chance. He looked pretty good the rollout to the right, the making your reads on the progression with the three receivers on the right side. I forgot what concept it was, maybe flood, but he hit the guy that was open and he made the right read. Jack Miller did some things that give you a little bit of hope that he could put it together with more experience. Because don't forget, this is a kid who for most of the season wasn't even practicing because he had the thumb surgery right before the season. So wasn't even practicing. So there's that. And then also throughout the season, lost his backup job to Jalen Kidna, who is of course no longer with the team because he's stupid. But this was this was his dress rehearsal. This was hey, 2023 is going to be Jack Miller the third, Jaden Rashada, uh Kyle Engel, Max Brown, and a transfer quarterback, likely. And what happened? Jack Miller got his dress rehearsal. But Billy Napier kept them them tied to the post. He He was still tied to the post. He couldn't let go. You have to let him play the game. There were drops, yes. Penalties. Get Kingsley Iguacun the hell off the field. The most penalized offensive lineman in FBS football over the past two seasons. And he did it again. He had multiple penalties again. False starts. The dude that's in charge of snapping the football screws up consistently with these false start penalties. I also don't know what he thinks he's doing on the field at certain points where Montreal Johnson's getting tackled by the side. I don't know if he thought it was a fumble, but he just like dove into the group and and rolled through as, I don't know what he thought was happening. Um, But the dude is clueless and shouldn't be on the field, if we're being honest. And, you know, if you're a listener here, you know, I generally don't like to make those sweeping Hard statements of get him off the field, but dude, Kingsley Igwakon, sixty-five, get off the field. Get a get a new center in there. Let me see somebody. Let me see Richie Leonard do it. Riley Simons, someone that's not Kingsley Igwakon, because I am so sick and tired of watching Kingsley Igwakon shoot this entire offense in the foot repeatedly. And then guess what? Again. And then guess what? Again. A hundred yards of penalties is unforgivable. It's not Because here's the thing, Billy Napier showed up and he was like, hey, we're going to be disciplined. We're going to do the little things right. And this is the absolute definition of doing the little things right, catching the freaking football, not having a penalty. And Florida did every one of those things ad nauseum if that, that's what they were trying to do. It sucked. It was horrible. And it, it was bad football. I get it. It's a bowl game. It's meaningless. No AR, no Justin Shorter, no Ventrell know a bunch of guys yeah yeah sure you have 55 guys on your team I get it 55 guys does that mean roll over and die against Oregon State yeah sure Billy coaching staff you get to go out there and try to close on the recruits that that you have for the final few games But, dude, this game sucked. It was horrible through and through. Florida failed on every level. The first half was solid. Like, the the first half was fine. I didn't like some of the play calls, but the the execution worked for the most part when it could. First half defense was great. This game sucked after that. Like, Like, it was just, it was bad. And, again, I mean, first half defense was great for Florida. After that, even they crumbled. It sucked. Deshaun Fenwick, not even Oregon State starting running back, over 100 yards on just 20 carries because, of course, why not? Damian Martinez, of course, got hurt early on. They used three different quarterbacks. They had a fake punt. They they had all these things that Florida should not have allowed to happen, and yet they happened. It, it was completely unforgettable, completely stupid, and we're about to talk about the – We'll look at the chat where instead of it's just me ranting for 20 minutes, we'll look at the chat and then we'll wrap up the show because you guys know how this goes by now. But also, obviously, before we get into it, I'm an open book. I I think so. I think I'm an open book. In April of 2021, I lost a teammate due to drunk driving. Don't do it. You're stupid when you're hanging out with friends and you know, you're you're putting back a few drinks and you're doing ever. A few becomes too many, and then as the evening closes, you're like, "I'm a good drunk driver. I'll get home. Don't worry about it." And then you get home, but someone that you hit on the way doesn't. Don't be stupid. The results of drunk driving are tragic and deadly. It's done. That's why cops are out there right now looking for impaired drivers on the roads to save lives, not just yours but others as well. Drive sober or get pulled over. Thanks guys for listening. This is, this is sucks. There's uh, <laughs> just no other way to put it, but we're going to look through the chat right now Um and just go through the chat, give it a run through and then we'll wrap up and, and we'll call it a day here and we'll call it a season for the Florida Gators 2023 season. By the way, we have a lot of stuff coming your way for this next week. Um, just, just, a, just a reminder, you know, signing day, we're going to be going live when kids actually send in their letter of intent or when they send it to someone else, um, we're going to be going live. For all those, we've got two Florida Gators athletes, including one football player, set up for an interview this coming week. So It's going to be really fun. But looking through the chat, AR is the only good thing about the team and people were too hard on him. One, people were not too hard on him. He is raw. He's a not-developed quarterback. He's got a great arm in terms of velocity and strength. He's got great mobility, great size, great tools. He is not a good quarterback right now. Simple as that. He's not able he to run the offense effectively and he could do it more. But again, Jack Miller had so little time to prepare with this team, not just due to from the time AR declared to now, but also the entire season being hurt, not being able to practice, losing the QB2 job. It, it, it sucked like that. Uh, we got a couple of chomps in the chat. Thank you so much. Yep, Parth, no fair weather here. Um, I need some of that weed. Napier is on. I don't think that's illegal down there um so there's that big things to come billy's a fool for accepting that invite when we should have been more focused on mario taking our recruits billy was not a fool for accepting the invite you get a bowl. mario gets to focus on taking recruits because mario isn't in a bowl game so he gets to do that this team earned a bowl opportunity and they're playing in that bowl and guess what now staff gets to try to make a late push before national signing day Kids get to be home with their families for Christmas. This was a great game. You didn't get the 15 bowl practices that you wanted. I think it's a fair trade-off. Kids get to be home with their families. Staff gets to finish their recruits, or gets to try to close recruits. I think it's a great trade-off. Not not stupid for accepting the bowl game. Jay from Ireland, what's up? Um, anyone who opted out of a championship game has to be cut? No, I don't think so. Also, most of the people that opted out of a championship game, first of all, this wasn't the championship game. Uh, second off, most of the guys that opted out are leaving the program anyway. So there's that, um, name one time you've watched this group this year and say, that's a well-coached team. You could literally look at week one. They did it. Um, this is ridiculous. I don't care how many players are out. We didn't compete. Those players wouldn't have helped. We suck. Eh. Yeah, no, Jay, I I, 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 don't think anybody's bigger than the team, but the guys that opted out, opted out so that they don't get injured. Look at Justin Shorter last year against UCF in the bowl game. Emery Jones threw a bad ball. Justin Shorter got hit in the neck and missed the remainder of the game. Imagine if you're a player and there's a bad ball or whatever stupid happens in a bowl game that doesn't get you anything and you get injured and you miss out and then that hurts your NFL future. No, it's smart to not go. I I fully support not playing the bowl games. QB position is wide open. Hell yeah. Miami's about to steal Fletcher from y'all. I disagree. I'll say that. I'll I'll say that. I'll say that I disagree about Fletcher becoming a Kane. Uh, screw it. I'll say it. I was told earlier today we are working under the assumption that Fletcher, Mark Fletcher, of course, running back, will be a Florida Gator this week. Probably going to change, but that's what I was told the assumption is. That's it, and it wasn't from someone in the program, so there's that. But the assumption is that he will be. Hopefully, I uh, didn't expect this to win, but to compete, yeah, Jaden Rashad, I can come in and start, hey, if he's the best guy, screw it, start him, I don't care, um, you're probably right, Mario, why would Fletcher want to go to, a, I can't say that on stream, uh, no one here truly thought this was going to be a close game, nope, people forget the position the program is in, yep, kick out Billy for doing what's best with it, kick out Billy for what doing the best with what you have, this will change mid next year, writing is on the wall, Fletcher's a cane, okay. Uh, finally, bro, because you've been forgiven when it comes to Billy play-calling all year. It's been horrible all year. I don't think it's been horrible all year. I think it's been pretty damn bad at certain points, but it's also been very efficient at other times. Um, no excuse for two yards in the second quarter. Uh, how's that when Wolfong put a crystal ball right after the visit? G5 Billy's out of his league. He's learning. He's learning. Uh, I, I think that the big thing with this game as far as play-calling is just Billy was trying to mask Jack Miller the Thirds deficiencies as far as comparing him to anthony richardson i don't think that's what you should have been doing i think you should have been playing to jack miller's strengths and even once once the game got out of hand just go nuts with it and be like all right well what do we have screw it you figure it out and try to figure that one out um sorry i'm scrolling down a little bit uh billy's on no hot seat correct uh not an offensive coordinator no and someone said rob sale needs to pack his stuff right you can you can come find me and uh and we'll fight about it because Rob Sale should not leave. This is the best Florida Gators offensive line we've seen in a decade plus. I ain't worried about it. Definitely not worried about the offensive line. Um, so there's that. While the negative comments give this team a break, we had no one because August. You can be like, yeah, sure, we didn't have a bunch of players for the Florida Gators in this bowl game, but you could also say the players that were there should have performed better. Most of the offensive line started the entirety of the season, they should have played better in this game. The running backs did what they could. They were getting swarmed incessantly. But I I think when you, especially when you look at the offensive line, you go, okay, they should have been better because we know what they are. So they should have been better. Um, Stupid clock management before the half. Um, I don't think it was stupid clock management before the half. He called timeout to get the ball back. You guys have to stop with the whole we're going to be super aggressive or he's being like, he's either being too aggressive or he's being too conservative. Pick a side that you want to argue with and stick to it. Cause I'm tired of every week, no matter what he does, clock management sucked because it didn't work out for us. It's stupid. Stop it. Uh, what's the discord. Um, I mean, it's in the description below for at least locked on Gators. I don't know if that's what the person was talking about before when they said to check the discords. Um, let's see all this stuff. Richardson will be a flop at the next level. He might be. He might be really great. Uh, He should have stayed two more. No, 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 no. The smart move for Anthony Richardson was to go. And again, I will say it this way. Yes, he could have developed more this year and he could have been better, but he would have needed to be exponentially better to justify coming back to college for another year because he's going to go get drafted based off his potential right now. That's what's going to happen. He's going to be a first round pick because of his potential. And the one year of bad tape you can say, well, first year with the head coach, first year as a starting quarterback. That's why he struggled, and he'll get better with more experience. You could say that, but if he came back next year and he was the same Anthony Richardson, the NFL is going to go, okay, this is who Anthony Richardson is. Like He's just not that good, and he would have fallen down boards a lot. But now he's going to get drafted based on potential. He's going to get millions of dollars, and he's going to get NFL coaching for – at least a couple of years, and we'll see where we're at at that point. But I think risk management wise, that was the right decision for Anthony Richardson to declare for the NFL draft. I think there's no other way about it. That's a good call. I wonder who's going to be a Kiwi next year. <laughs> Yo, guess this guy's mine. I don't know about that one. Uh, Andrew Chatfield said he upgraded. He did, I guess. Uh, in the summer, we was going crazy in recruiting. It started slowing when we had to focus on games. Yeah. Three and thirty is not a good trade off of anything. This hurts our recruiting. I don't think it hurts the recruiting. I, I think that John Garcia says this all the time: on field product does not affect recruiting as much as people say. Look in Miami; you can cry nil all you want, but Mario Cristobal is doing a fantastic job recruiting. So I'm going to wrap up because we're at 20 minutes. Um, but Mario Cristobal does a fantastic job recruiting and they suck. Like they're not even in a bowl game and, and they've got a top five class right now. Uh, someone mentioned TCU's offensive coordinator. Does anyone here know who TCU's offensive coordinator? This is the last thing I'm going to read. I'm so sorry if I missed you, but this is the last thing I'm going to read and last thing I'm going to acknowledge. Does anyone know TCU's offensive coordinator? Cause I, I need, like if you say it in the chat, I, I would love it. Um, because that'd be fantastic. If you know who it is, um, like if you know who the offensive coordinator, I'm gonna give you 10 more seconds to say it if you know who the offensive coordinator is. Um, because it's it's very fun. Um but we could because we can we can talk about it for a second, right? Um and now that it's it's been time, um, I'm not a fan of the NFL style. Yeah, but I mean it works. <laughs> like, like, like there's no other way to put that one. Um but yeah. Good. Yes, yes, Clifford. I mean, not not great, Riley, but Garrett Riley. Yeah, um, recognize the last name anywhere. Just saying. How can I join the Discord? Uh, I will. I will post the link right now. Um, let me just pull it up real quick, and then I'm gonna head out of here because you know it's 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 been a day. <laughs> we'll we'll say that. It's It's been a day, so we're going to do that. I'm going to post a link right here in the description. Thank you all so much for tuning in. Thank you for an awesome, awesome year. Um, yeah, thank you for an awesome season. We'll be back Monday. Garrett Riley, look up who Garrett Riley is. Um, yes, yes, Zach. That is Lincoln Riley's little brother. Um, so yes, join the Discord. Links in the description. Links in the chat right there. Thank you so much for tuning in. Thank you so much for letting me do this as like a job. It's insane. But um, yeah, thank you so much. I appreciate you more than I can even say. And uh, yeah, go, go Gators. We'll be here Monday through Friday. Locked on Gators. Your team every day. I love you. Thank you. Um, <laughs> No, you old bass, but your name's pretty similar to uh, what you are. Thank you so much. Have a great night.